This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hello and welcome everybody to live broadcast of Entrepreneurs Get Visible. And today we're talking about something that many people want to achieve, which is how to massively grow your Instagram. And I'm going to be honest here. In fact, I've talked about this a lot on this show. Instagram has always been that final bastion for me, that that area on social media that I have a presence there, but we've never really given it our full attention because I'm not very visual. And so that whole platform has been a bit of a mystery to me. But recently, someone kept being mentioned. All of a sudden, this one person was being mentioned again and again and again as someone who was absolutely killing it on Instagram. So I'm very delighted to bring to you Magic Maggie, Maggie Collette, who is from Think Like a Boss. So welcome to Entrepreneurs Get Visible, Maggie. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So thank you for having me. So we're talking today about how you can make sure that you grow your Instagram. Just tell us a little bit about what what you do for people and a bit about your background, why this is something that you teach. Okay, so I am an Instagram strategist and coach for women in business. So whether you're just starting out in business or whether you have been in business for a while, maybe you're a six-figure business owner or maybe even a seven-figure business owner. I will help you understand how the platform works, what it takes in order to grow a an engaged community, how to grow your audience, how to go viral, and ultimately how to make sales through the platform. Because that's what we're all doing it for, let's face it. Yeah, yeah. And up until about 15 months ago, Anna, I had a love-hate relationship with Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I've been on the platform for about two and a half years. And I just wasn't moving. I wasn't budging. And I felt like the algorithm was against me. So I had a bit of a hissy fit when I was out in LA back in September 2019. And I thought, right, Maggie, you've got two options. Either learn how the platform works and actually dedicate the time needed Mm -hmm. or move away from it and go and channel in another direction. Exactly. Exactly. So that's when it kind of my, my, growth journey really with Instagram started. And since then, I've just kind of in the last, especially the last nine months or so, I've become everybody's go-to in relation to all things Instagram. So let's talk about that. So where were you in terms of numbers, followers and engagement just 18 months ago? And where are you now? 18 18 months ago, I was at 2000. Mm -hmm. And it had taken me two and a half years to get to 2000 followers. Mm -hmm. And in the last 12 months alone, I've grown by 50,000. So you now have 52,000 followers on Instagram, having not been moving at all. So this is one of the things that, I mean, I'm at a stage now where I've been on Instagram for, I don't know, probably three or four years. I've changed the name. I've changed the branding. I've changed the direction of my business. And Instagram has always been the last thing on the list because I'm not very visual. And I know right now I have a very engaged community on Facebook. I know I can get results. I know that I've connected so easily with the right people on LinkedIn. And 
mm, what about what about Instagram? I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't know how to grow. And I said to you, Maggie, I need you in my life because lots of my peers have suddenly crossed that 10K threshold, have all the fancy swipe ups, and I don't. And I've seriously got FOMO. So this is the year I am committing to nailing my Instagram. So I recently, I recently got in touch with Maggie and I was like, I've, I've got to, I've just got to do this. And I'm a big believer. If you want to do something properly, it's exactly what you said. You either don't bother and you yeah. put up with the fact that what, what is even the point, or you invest your time, your energy and attention and learn from someone who is really nailing it. So that's why Maggie is on this show today. So let's talk about what the differences it's made then for your business and your revenue as yeah. a result of having that level of visibility over on Instagram? I mean, there's so many different angles here, Anna, but I think firstly, obviously the size of the community. My community has, well, you know, going from 2000 to now, we're on, we just hit, I think it was 57,000 yesterday. So community is everything because without people, you have no business. Mm-hmm. So people buy from people. The bigger your community, effectively, the more opportunity you have in order to not just connect with them, not just get to know with them, but to serve them, to help them. So having that big community obviously has had its positives. It's enabled me to help a lot more people. I now have opportunities come to me that I didn't have before. So not a day goes by now. And I think it's been at least the last three months, every single day I've had inquiries in relation to Maggie, do you do paid shout outs? Maggie, can you, would you be interested in working on the campaigns with us? Maggie, how do I work with you? So what that has done, not just for, I guess, my brand awareness and my brand growth, but sales, it's, you know, it's, it's been everything. So yeah, I mean, it stratosphered me and where I was in business because before then I wasn't even a six figure entrepreneur. So a year ago, I wasn't anywhere near six figures and a year later, we're on multi-six figures. So amazing. I love that growth. That's so exciting to see that somebody has put the work in, got really focused and got as getting the results. And that's one of the, I mean, we've only been working together for a little while. And I'm actually, I'm actually taking part in a course of Maggie's, which I will be bringing to you guys in the not too distant future where Maggie reopens the door. I'm going to just share a very special offer with you. So watch out. And if you want to know about that in future, then maybe reach out on DM, see if I've still got the links for you guys. But what are the most common mistakes then that people are making? Oh my goodness. Right. So mistake number one is follow for follow. Okay. So I see so often in lots of different communities, someone will put a thread up and they'll say, hi everyone. You know, I thought I'd share the love. I've dropped my Instagram handle here. Put your handle below and I'll go follow you and we can follow each other. So is that a way to grow your audience? Absolutely. Is it the way to grow the right audience, no, because ultimately you want to be attracting who your ideal client is because that is who is then going to be engaging with your content. So if you're growing your numbers for the sake of growing and you start attracting all sorts of people into your audience, you're not necessarily going to make sales from that. So you have to get super specific and super clear about firstly, who it is you're targeting, secondly, how you can help them, mm-hmm. and thirdly, make it super clear in your bio exactly what results, what kind of results and transformations you can help get that person. 
Now, it is much better to take an approach where you actually start investing the time into seeking out and trying to identify who would be a potential ideal client or potential dream target audience rather than just doing these follow for follow threads. So that's the first thing I would advise not to do. Secondly, there are lots of pods out there. So I don't know, Anna, if you've ever had an invite which says, Anna, join our pod and we're going to support each other. So pods are a surefire way to zap a lot of your energy, a lot of your time, and you don't get any reward from it. If anything, you can get penalized because it's seen as fake engagement. So invest your time into your content because your content ultimately is what is going to attract people is what is going to get them to actually look at your feed and then take some form of action. So forget the pods, forget doing follow for follows, invest your time into firstly thinking about what message you want to share. Secondly, what that looks like from a content perspective, invest time into creating content and also invest time in having conversations with people and starting to build an an attract an engaged community. Because the more you get to know your audience, the more you're going to build up that know, like, and trust factor, and the more likely they are then to buy from you at some point in the near future. I think this is really important as well, because what you've built in a very short space of time, Maggie, is a really engaged audience and you've got the the, the significant followers. I've seen people go out and purchase. They don't talk about it, but they have. They've purchased the followers and they haven't got the engagement. And then it's even harder even harder to get the platform to work. It is, it is. And every, I can't remember, I was on a call last week with someone and we had a strategy call and she said, Maggie, I'm going to be honest with you. I bought 10,000 followers 18 months ago and I was told it was going to be real engagement and my numbers have been completely fixed. I've, if anything, I feel like my performance has deteriorated. So please, if you ever get that shiny object syndrome if anyone ever approaches you and says oh you know you can buy these followers for 500 and you'll get real engagement you will not it will damage your account especially in the long run so don't fall for that trap and one of the things that I've seen you you really teaching and teaching me is that don't put content out for the sake of it put out something that's going to go potentially viral. So something that people are going to share, that people are going to do more than just a fleeting like or a tap, that people are going to want to fully engage with or share with others. And now that I hadn't, why hadn't I ever stopped to think about that? Because nobody had taught me. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people, and I'd probably say 99.9% of the Instagram population, they're posting for the sake of posting because they hear all the things such as you need to post daily on the feed, on the grid, you need to be consistent, you need to be online for 20 minutes before you post and 20 minutes after. So people are taking actions, but what they don't appreciate is the actions aren't necessarily the right actions that they should be taking. So I would much rather you didn't post for a week and actually invested that time into creating content and into asking yourself, right, firstly, what does my target audience need to hear right now? Secondly, if I was them, what would make me stop scrolling? Because Mm -hmm. that is what your ultimate goal should be with your content. We live in an era now where people's attention span is super short. 
Okay. They don't want to be watching videos that are 10, 15 minutes long. They want to see an Instagram reel and know within 15 seconds what message you're trying to communicate for them. So always think about, right, what is going to stop that scroll and what is going to make them want to share that piece of content or what is going to educate them into wanting to save that piece of content and into wanting to revisit your profile and your account at some point in the near future because they've got so much value from you. Mm. which is a really different thing to oh my god I've got to do something on Instagram because I've not done anything on Instagram for a day and so I'll just whack up any old thing just so the fact that it's done yeah and I mean I I still not my my platform of preference I actually have to push myself to go in there but already I've seen that my account has gone from feeling very stagnant I wasn't growing or I'd be so close to we were trying to hit 3000 I would be so close to it and then I'd lose as many people. And so I'd constantly, for a good three months, I'd be at this the same stage. I just wasn't pushing myself over. And already, just within a couple of weeks of working with you, I've got growth and I've got, it's small, but I've got engagement. And I actually now feel so much more knowledgeable about what we're doing there. And we're now posting there far less because I'm, I'm a bit more informed. Yeah. The other thing is that, and this is one of the things you've mentioned to me before, often this is something people outsource to a social media marketing person. Yeah. I'm not I'm hesitating over the word expert who are doing the do but don't aren't actually informed themselves and that's one of the things you know that we, we've been challenged with in the team because we can't I can't do everything and where where is the best place for me to spend my time and uh, I think for me now just having even just worked on a, a few weeks in your course I'm so much more educated about how to educate the team yeah how to make sure that they're not almost perpetuating some fallacies about how to use Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I mean, Anna, I've had social media managers, for instance, on my programs who have said to me, firstly, Maggie, can you not tell anybody that I'm working with you? And which has been really interesting. <laughs> and shame, that, shame of messing up your Instagram. Okay. Well, well, you know, I think it's, I guess their concern or their worry is, you know what, they're trying to position themselves as an expert, but they've suddenly realized that actually they're taking all of this action, but they're not seeing the results that they have either mm-hmm. hoped to see or that they've been, you know, promising their clients. So they then come to me and said, you know, I need help. Like, can you So help? I'm like a dream then because I'm really open about the fact I find Instagram the hardest platform, but I know I'm going to crack it. So I'm more than happy to shout for the difference that Maggie's already made. Already made people. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's bad if your if your ideal client won't then talk about the fact that you're making a massive difference to their bottom line. That's hard. Yeah, but do you know what, Anna? At the end of the day, like I really do respect, you know, my clients' uh-huh. privacy and confidentiality and all of that. And if they want to shout me out, then obviously I will shout back from the rooftops. But as long as I can see I'm making a difference, to be honest, like that's enough for me because I built up that reputation. And actually, actually, people do talk, even if they're not publicly saying, people do talk about who's got them really good results. The recommendations come through. They really do. I mean, we have that. Sometimes people won't want to acknowledge that we've worked with them on their show. They Mm -hmm. just won't. And again, we respect that. But I know where the leads come from because they'll tell somebody they don't you don't keep those massive successes to yourself. So, OK, so we've got a couple of the, the common mistakes. What can people do to start turning this around for themselves quite quickly? OK, firstly, you need to almost get out of your own head 
in terms of how you think about Instagram. So ultimately, it's a free platform, okay? This platform is not out to get you. The algorithm <laughs> is not. No, it is. It is. <laughs> Don't feel the brown hates me. <laughs> well, this is the story I told myself for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And I stayed at the same point, like I grew, well, I grew very, very slowly. Um, but especially the last year, I just wasn't moving. So firstly, you almost need to get out of your own head. And secondly, appreciate it's a free platform. You, there is no limit on what you can achieve through that platform. As long as you are giving your, you're giving it the time, the energy and the investment that it, that's needed. The next thing I would say is, is content, like Content is everything when it comes to doing well. And ultimately, the more people that are engaging in meaningful social interaction, the better you will do. So always make your content where possible, not about you, because this is the mistake that a lot of people make. They make their content about themselves. So me, 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 look at me, I'm doing this and I'm amazing. And your target audience, they can't relate to that. So you almost need to flip the switch and say, instead of making it about me, I need to make it about them. Mm-hmm. So what do they need to hear right now? What are they struggling with? What advice can I give them to better educate them with the struggles I know that they have? And the second you shift your content from making it about you to making it about them and providing them with valuable content that they can then take action on, you'll start to notice your analytics start shifting Hmm. and you'll start to notice that there's more clicks on the link in your bio. You'll start to notice that you're suddenly getting more followers or more story views or more inquiries. So content and make everything about them, not about you. And I think that's that's challenging, isn't it? When you come from the space of I want to be seen as the expert, Mm-hmm. You do you want to do a little bit of ego-driven expertise positioning <laughs> because that's it's important because it makes a difference yeah but what you're saying is you need to almost on on instagram almost remove yourself from the image itself because you want people to then click on the image to read further and that image whatever it is has to speak to that person yeah and this actually contradicts some advice that i've been given previously on instagram a long time ago someone said well you've got to have images of yourself as often as possible because we like faces and i think that that is true and particularly mm-hmm. on facebook that can work really well oh yeah but on facebook. this platform it's a different beast yeah and what a lot of people do as well anna is they will repurpose their content across all platforms mm-hmm. and what i want to say to everyone listening right now is instagram facebook linkedin Twitter and Pinterest, because they're the top five, they are all very different. Okay. Instagram is very much about the visual that hooks you in initially, and then you want to be educating your audience. Facebook, they don't care about visuals. It's almost about the story. So with Facebook, you'll write an essay and you'll have an image of you, and that's going to give a lot of value, but in a different way. Twitter is all about the tweeting and the chatting. LinkedIn is, you know, it's more of a corporate platform. So the content or the images that you use on Instagram are not necessarily going to work on LinkedIn. So everyone's almost trying to repurpose the exact same piece of content in the exact same way across all platforms. And what everyone needs to appreciate is each platform is different. That doesn't mean to say you can't repurpose like big elements of that content, but you need to be thinking about the platform that you're posting and you're using that content for. A question here. 
Is it wrong to think that Instagram posts and content need to be aimed more towards a younger audience? No, not at all. Like, <laughs> you need to speak to your ideal clients. Absolutely. Ultimately, there's over 2 billion people on Instagram every single day. Over 2 billion, okay? The world is always online. People are always on Instagram because everyone's on a different time zone. Of those 2 billion, there's 800 million, over 800 million who watch stories a day. And a third of those story viewers... And again, 800 million million are watching Instagram stories every single day. Okay, so 2 billion are on the feed. 800 million are on stories. And of those 800 million, over a third are looking to buy, make purchases from online business owners. Boom. Drop the mic. That's quite powerful. <laughs> it's really time for me to stop playing around now. Um, so, so Maggie, <laughs> I would like you to, to just share then exactly mm-hmm. how you get started. What would be your three things to increase your visibility right now on Instagram? Yeah. Okay. Increasing visibility. Number one, you 100% need to be showing up on stories. Okay. Your feed is almost like your CV. So your feed positions you as an expert. However, I said before, people buy from people. They don't just want to see a photo on the Instagram bio. They want to see the person. They want to get to know the person behind. So the sooner you start showing up on stories and you start doing it consistently and doing it daily, the better, because you are getting yourself more visible, right? Secondly, start using everything that Instagram, all of the different features that Instagram has. Particularly, if you really want to skyrocket your visibility, get yourself on Reels ASAP. Now, we've not covered Reels yet, Anna. That's coming up in a couple of weeks. I'm just, every time someone talks about Reels, I just have this massive resistance to being one of those dancing women pointing to, uh, pointing to a square. It's just not me. And I know that... I we have actually done some reels and they did pretty well yeah but that was before I had the rest of Instagram sorted I can see that this is somewhere we could accelerate but it's really out of my comfort zone but (laughs) what happens when you take yourself out of your comfort zone you experience growth right so if you want visibility and you want visibility pronto get do I challenge everyone right now listening to this who wants to really get visible do a reel every single day for the next 30 days and see where you are in 30 days time. I actually set myself this challenge whenever Reels first came out. In fact, I got set it by my coach. I think I did three days and then I went, oh, I just just can't. (laughs) But I will. I will once the rest of it is flowing. I know I will. Okay. So I say second thing is Reels. The third thing is look to see who you can collaborate with. And when I say collaborate, I don't mean giveaways. Okay. So I'm not a fan of giveaways. I think it's a surefire way to grow your account, but with a lot of spam. However, get yourself in front of someone else who has, who's not necessarily doing the exact same thing as you, but whose audience complements your audience or who it is that you want to speak to. So think about doing Instagram story takeovers. Think about doing IG lives with someone. So those like the three, I guess, tips I've just given are very much about you showing your face and being present. So stories, reels, and doing collaborations. Content is a whole other side, but if you're looking for rapid visibility very quickly, I would do those three things. Amazing. And where can people come and find you, Maggie? 
they can either follow me on Instagram, which is at think underscore like underscore a underscore boss.co or my website, which is www.thinklikeaboss.co. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. We haven't actually featured, I don't think, anything about Instagram because I've had this bit of a bee in my bonnet and it's time to change that. So watch this space, guys. I'm going to be growing. I will get to 10K within the next 12 months because I really want that swipe up feature. Thank you so much for coming today, Maggie. And thank you guys for tuning in. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.